the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. How you doing? Beautiful day. Lots of sun, breezy, 72 the high, clear skies tonight, low 50, some clouds moving in overnight. On the cloudy side tomorrow, some sun, a high of 69. Let's see. Phillies won 9 nothing uh, last night over Seattle. It's a funny game, baseball, just a couple of weeks ago. They were no hit, and then they... Shut out a team and scored nine runs and had, I think, 17 hits. Gene Segura had a home run. Reese Hoskins had a home run. The Phillies manager Joe Girardi talked about it a bit after the game. I think. Oh, see, now I did that wrong. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, it was really nice. You know, Gene got us going um, in that second inning, and obviously then Reese hits one, and Tack on some runs later, and Ranger does what he's supposed to do. It wasn't necessarily easy for him. He had some traffic, but he pitched around some jams and, and did a really nice job. Ranger Suarez on the mound for the Phils. They play again tonight, 940 Phillies in Seattle. And the Sixers are in action tonight, Game 5 of their Eastern Conference semifinal against Miami. Their star, Joel Embiid, has been playing. He's had that injury and uh, the mask he's been wearing. Head coach Doc Rivers asked if a, uh, Joel will be out there or not. Well, Joel's going to be able to play. That's true. I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, but, yeah, the shooting is going to be key. You know, it's, it's long been said that the role players play shoot better at home, right? And, you know, you can make a case both teams. Um, they're looking at their threes that they didn't make tonight, and they had some looks. It almost feels like I felt after the two games in Miami. So game five is going to be a lot of fun. Sixers head coach Doc Rivers, Tyrese Maxey, whose star has shown quite a bit, especially with some of the injuries they've had and with the trade that they recently made to get James Harden. Uh, also talked about what it's like to have Joel Embiid, yes and no, and it's a good thing, but here we go. You know, we have a very, very confident group, and uh, that's with and without Joel. Now we have Joel back, and, um, you know, we have the MVP on, on our side, and uh, we're just going to go out there and, and compete, and it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight, and uh, we have all fighters on our team. I don't know anybody on our team that's going to back down. They're going to they're gonna be in front of their home crowd, and uh, they're going to try to protect home, and uh, we got to go in there and take it. That's tonight, Game 5, starting at 7.36. Sixers in Miami and on the Bible League scoreboard, the most important scoreboard of all that I can think of, we have uh, we have a, a 278 number going now, which is great. It's up from 70 yesterday, 1,922 to go in our partnership with Bible League. Michael Woolworth is joining us again today from Bible League. How are you doing today, my friend? 
Hey, Tim, great to hear your voice. Uh, hey, thanks for uh, being such a great friend of Bible League. Let me update your total. I actually have a new total to give you. Oh, good. It's actually, we're, we're closing in on 400 Bibles. Ooh. That's, uh, see, my math is right, about 20% of that goal taken care of to this point. We I could, love I guess, say that we started at zero yesterday, got a nice jump on that goal. Again, we're 20% there. Um, Tim, we'd love to take care of uh, most of this uh, today. We've seen your listeners move in mighty ways. We're doing this today on behalf of the persecuted church. I'll make the case here in just a moment. But, um, Tim, there's uh, friends of Bible League that agree, uh, that believe so strongly what we're doing today. They want to match every single gift between now and the top of the hour. So please, let that be incentive. You say, you know, I've got too much month left at the end of my money. Let that be an incentive that there are fellow believers that care so deeply about the persecuted church, they want to match every single gift. Tim, we believe we'll get there. When it happens, we'll, of course, sing the Hallelujah Chorus, but it'll be gifts of all sizes. We've seen that in our day together uh, yesterday, Tim. We saw a gift of uh, $500. We saw a monthly pledge, somebody taking care of 72 Bibles, and then uh, gifts of all sizes all over the map. I get just as excited to acknowledge a $10 gift for two Bibles uh, as I would for a $1,000 gift for 200 So, with all of that said, uh, Tim, great to be with you today. You've been, again, a, again, a great friend of Bible League. And listeners, you've been incredibly kind to us, and that means you've been incredibly kind to Christians all over the globe who begin their spiritual walk with Christ, in most cases without a Bible. Something that's so elementary uh, to us and to anybody who walks with Christ is so difficult to obtain in so many of the parts that we'll talk about today. But we're at 400 Bibles. That means that 400 Bibleist believers will now have God's Word in their own language, we've got another, oh boy, what's my, uh, 1,800 better math than me, so correct me if I'm wrong, but yes. listen, we're getting there, it happens with every call, with every click today. Stand with them, Bibles for the persecuted church, which of course knows no boundaries, that, that can be true uh, all over the place, and it can also be hard, I think, to get your mind around a little bit, because most of us don't have to experience the type of persecution, at least, that the people we're talking about do, loss of life or certainly injury, and that, and, and just the fear, to have to live under fear. Uh, so I want to call it the least we can do, but it's very practical, a uh, gift of God's Word to for any of us to get our minds shaped by what does God have to say? Uh, you know, Psalm 23, about even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, there you are mm-hmm. with me, to be reminded of the truth, what is true, especially when you're under a tremendous pressure. And you said that, Michael, I think yesterday, talking about these people that you interact with are not saying, please ask the Christians on WFIL to pray that the persecution stops. It's more, give us God's word so we can endure whatever happens, because they see the church growing also through through the persecution. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Tim, people, they ask, you know, I mean, why is persecution at an all-time high? You know, yesterday I came into the show sharing a statistic from Pew Research. They monitor religious persecution all over the world. They'll tell us some startling things. Number one, there's no group that's uh, persecuted more than evangelical Christians. That's true all over the world outside of the U.S. Uh, the second statistic is that 2020, the year 2020, one of the most violent on record when it comes to Christian persecution. I also mentioned that every five minutes, um, a Christian dies elsewhere in the world simply because of their faith. The perspective I gave is by the end of the average long um, worship service in America on a given Sunday, that statistic means the 12 Christians, members of our spiritual family, our brothers and sisters, will be uh, killed simply because they believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Now, I gave a disclaimer yesterday. I'll do it again today. We're not saying that death accompanies every instance of persecution. That wouldn't be true. But I can tell you with Bible League, now in our 84th year of ministry, we know Christians by name 
who are singled out, targeted, monitored. They've been uh, beaten, jailed, threatened with death. Some have lost their lives, again, simply because of their Christian faith. And again, they're in places where it's very difficult to obtain a Bible. We uh, award a Bible, Tim, at the end of an evangelistic Bible study called Project Philip. Philip's the evangelist in Acts 8. He leads the Ethiopian eunuch to faith in Christ. Uh, the man uh, can't understand the text, and so Philip is able to explain it to him. We know the man is baptized. He takes the gospel back to Africa. Doesn't do a whole, it doesn't do a whole lot. I say that jokingly, but it take the gospel to Africa, and we believe that's when it began to really permeate uh, that continent. And so we promised them a Bible in their own language, Tim, and that's what your listeners are helping us make good on today. That is to give them a Bible in their own language at a level they can understand. Bible League where we serve all over the world in about uh, 20% of the world's countries, we never do this without a connection to a local evangelical church. So our goal together as two ministries is to put the Bible into the hands and hearts of 2,200 Bibleist believers, and we do that with every call and with every click today. $5 will send a Bible. Tim, let me just say this. Again, people ask, why is persecution at an all-time high? Well, it's because of corrupt governments. It's because of majority religions that do everything to stop the advance of the gospel. Um, there's um, a few other factors that, that come into play here, but from a biblical perspective, uh, Paul said to Timothy, as Paul sat in a Roman prison awaiting a beheading by Nero, he t- said to Timothy, he said, Timothy, anyone who desires to live a godly life in Christ can expect to be persecuted. You remember that text, Tim? Absolutely. And then in Revelation I'm, I'm... 12 and 13, <laughs> yeah. you know, very plainly, uh, John in his vision in the book of Revelation, again, chapter 12, chapter 13, we read, the devil has declared war on the bride of Christ. He knows his time is limited. And he says, I'm going to disrupt the church. I'll do it two ways. One is heresy, and the other is persecution. And Tim, we see that at Bible League every day, and that's why this hour is so valuable. I know most of us wake up, and we want to be a blessing to others. It's so hard to wonder, how do you do that from the greater Philadelphia area for believers in a place like the Middle East, we're going to take your listeners there on the other side of the break, or a place like India or Burundi, Africa. Well, if you feel that way, today is your day. I've got a lot of folks I want to thank. Let's do that as we go along today. But, uh, Tim, it's it's great to be with you today. Again, you've been a great advocate for Bible League, and we are addressing what we believe is the number one issue facing the global church today, and that is the loss of religious freedom. It means that Christians pay a very heavy price for following Christ, and today we can step into their story at $5 a Bible. Amen. Amen. Michael Woolworth with Bible League is with us. $5 is the the cost of a single Bible in the recipient's language, so let's not lose sight of that. What a bargain it is already for only $5, but the fact that whoever's getting it will be able to have it in their language and easy to understand. Uh, $5, of course, per, so one or two is 5 or $10. If you do a $30 gift, that's six Bibles. $100 would send 20 Bibles to the persecuted church around the world. $500 says 100 Bibles. Our goal as a listening family we came up with is uh, is 2,200 Bibles. So we can certainly go past that, but we feel like, uh, you know, you have to at some point perhaps put a bit of a parameter on it so you can feel like we're doing something and uh, the, the need is ongoing, right? So it, it's not like it's going to go away, but and therefore having some kind of a goal gives us something to work with. And then again, we can go past that. We don't want to, uh, we don't want to assume anything in terms of what God might do. Uh, how many beyond that? So, uh, and I know I'm not one of them, but I know there are people who also have the ability to do 
a lot more than uh, five or 10 or 20. And you're welcome to call in too. We've had people do that. Mm-hmm. They, uh, so don't think mm-hmm. that it's only, it could only be a smaller amount, but whatever you can do, we want this to also be an encouragement to you to think about God's word in your own life. It's not complicated. You may have a favorite verse or scripture. If you have one of those, I'd love to hear it. Feel free to email or text it. 610-500-DOVE is our text line, 610-500-DOVE. Or you can email me, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Glad to share that on the air over these next few weeks as we work with Bible League. The number to call, if you want to help, actually, and contribute for a Bible or more, is 800-YES-WORD. Nice and easy. 800-YES-WORD which translates to 800-937-9673, or right on our homepage at WFIL.com. Uh, Michael, I, uh, early on, we actually have some open space here. So if we want to travel to, was it Asia you wanted to go to first, or where are we going to go first in the world? Well, for- what, you're saying we've got a few extra moments yeah. here, huh? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me take you to the Middle East. Uh, this will come to you by way of an update. Tim, I shared this uh, about a year ago, and I want to give it to you by way of uh, an update. But okay. Tim, I was in the Middle East. What do you often hear about uh, there? It's uh, conflict, it's suffering, it's pain and loss. Um, and we were there to uh, give out Bibles to graduates of uh, our Project Philip Bible Study. Um, we could tell that people were very devout in their Muslim faith. You would hear the Islamic call to prayer. People would uh, drop. They would face Mecca, they would engage in prayers. They had large families. We were treated very, very well. Um, one of the guys that I met, Tim, 14 years of age, a Syrian refugee, the uh, Assad regime basically made a parking lot out of Syria. A lot of those uh, families uh, were put into a, um, a camp in Mifraq, uh, Jordan. Uh, not far from there was an evangelical church. This church was given the gift of literacy primarily to Islamic women who were widowed. Their husbands had died fighting for ISIS and they have been denied an education because of their social standing in that um, part of the world. Uh, Tim, uh, one of the women was Ahmed's mom. Um, again, her husband had been <laughs> was killed fighting for ISIS. She could not read. She could not write in Arabic. And so two Christian women would teach her and other Arabic-speaking uh, women how to read, how to write. Um, in grateful response, she came to place her faith in Jesus Christ. She led seven of her kids to Christ but not number eight. Who was number eight? Ahmed, what was the story? He had sold out to violent Islam, um, and an imam had uh, tutored this young man. They had picked a place where he was going to essentially be a suicide bomber, tend he would kill himself, kill others in the process. Um, his mom prayed nonstop for his salvation as a new believer. She yearned to see her son be uh, rescued from that life and brought into the fold of Jesus Christ when it did come. I can tell you that he was beaten nearly to death by the jihadists that he hung around with, they promised to find him, finish the job, and we caught up with him several villages over. Tim, I was able to ask him through a translator. I said, Ahmed, tell me what your Bible means to you. He said, Michael, he said, I can go to this verse. And Jesus said, what, they'll hate you because they hated me first? He said, I can go to this verse where Paul writes, persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. He says, I go here and I find great comfort in the Great Commission where Jesus says, I'm with you always. And Tim, as we sat around uh, his pastors, some of the elders in that evangelical church um, in Jordan, were able to tell us he's the real deal. And with tears in his eyes, he said, Michael, he said, we've got to save these young men, 10 to 20 years of age. They're targeted because of their uh, refugees, their promised financial incentive. He said, uh, their, their fate is the same as what mine was going to be. But as he sought a law, he found Jesus. It's meant everything. Tim, I'm thinking at 14 years of age, I'm playing right. baseball cards. Right. But here's this young man with a bounty on his head 
who is leading other young jihadists. Listen, to date, they've led about 200. He and others in his evangelical churches, they've invited young men to come learn about Jesus. Those men have left that violence as God, and they have become followers of Christ. There's a need today for 200 Bibles in the Middle East. The part that I'm talking about, it is nearly impossible to find uh, an Arabic-language Bible. Tim, that is why we're here today doing this kingdom business. Um, I have found out that there's a couple hundred more that have come to Christ. I'd love to see us send about 400 Bibles right now. You do the quick math. That's a gift of 2,000 Bibles. As you say, Tim, there are those that can do that today. But either way, however it's done, however we reach that goal, I'd love to be able to tell um, my associate Yazan, this young man, Ahmed, hey, those Bibles you're praying for, they're coming. They're absolutely on their way. 800-YES-WORD. If you want to step in and send one of those Bibles along, or 5 or 10, or however many you want to do, 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or at WFIL.com. I have some audio from Yazan. Should I fire this up about Ahmed? Please. Uh, yeah. Yeah, please do. Yeah, please do, Tim. Okay, here we go. He he was uh, in Syria, and he's Muslim background. They they start coming to the church, and uh, all of these families they are baptized, uh, uh, father, mother, and three sons. They are converted, and they are baptized to obedience the word. It's uh, became a very hard to them to attend the church because uh, many people came to them and uh, threatened. If you go to church again, we will kill you. If you uh, said I'm Christian, we will kill you. Wow! And that mm. was that was Yuzan, right? Yeah, that's Yuzan. And Tim, he is not exaggerating. Uh, he's not speaking in hyperbole. I mean, most of us can only imagine hearing those words. If you continue to identify as a Christian, we will kill you. And that happens all over the world. There's no break from this. It's day after day. It's week after week. It's in places that are often in the news. You know, you Google Christian persecution in the news right now, I and mean, you'll find that uh, Christians were recently beheaded in uh, Mozambique. You see churches totally demolished you know, within the walls of communist China. The list goes on and on. But right now, at the moment, I'd love to see us meet this need for about 400 Bibles associated with this story, this young man, Ahmed, that I met in the Middle East. $5 sends a Bible. How many can you send today? 800-YES-WORD. Again, the number 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or on our homepage at WFIL.com. First Peter 4.12. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering as if something strange were happening to you. Next couple of verses. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed. For the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. In Matthew 5, also it says, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. That's Matthew five ten through 12. These are the, fe- these are the people... That we're helping yeah. when you send God's word. So be encouraged. You know, you don't have to, I would say, quote unquote, feel guilty if you're not being physically threatened or your life is mm. in danger. Uh, but let's help those who, whose lives are. We could do that. Amen. You know, support them along the way. 
we want to continue on our conversation. If you're just tuning in, we're teamed up with Bible League this month to provide Bibles for the persecuted church around the world. And we simply have called this Stand With Them, Bibles for the Persecuted Church. And these Bibles, Michael, I guess they can go, I mean, Bible League works in many countries. So these can go to Africa, they can go to Asia. Uh, you, As we're talking, you're actually sharing some very specific stories in specific parts of the world where there's a need for 100 Bibles over there or 200 over there. So I'm just, I'm just for folks to understand when they contribute, these Bibles can go many places, but there are some front burner things, I guess, that, that you, you're probably constantly made aware of. of uh, here's another one. There's a need over here. Hey, who's got that? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And let's linger. Do we have, we still good on time? Uh, yeah, time? we have another minute. Sure. We have a, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. You, you got this, uh, this audio cut by uh, Kareem, number 10. If you want to share this, let me come back and uh, share a story from the Middle East. What you might expect is that the government would oppress a person who converts from Islam to Christianity. It happens, but this is not what mainly happens. Uh, What basically and mainly happens is that the family of the ex-Muslim are the ones who persecute him and would even try to kill him. And this would be viewed by the Egyptian law to be an honor killing. Uh, the, The main difficulty that faces people who convert is that their families uh, are not very welcoming of them and can be very hostile to them. Hmm. Yeah, Tim, I think the tendency is we think the government, uh, maybe community leaders come down hard on uh, new believers, people to leave uh, the groups of Islam or Hinduism, Confucianism, all the isms you hear about around the world. Often it's their own family that shuns them. In the case of uh, this next uh, young lady, some of these stories are somewhat graphic, Tim. I, I do uh, I do struggle with uh, how many details I share, but I think it's you know incumbent upon us to let you know what people are up against. Um, I'll keep this uh, as uh, as G-rated as I can, but uh, let me tell you about Aria. 19 years of age, she would define herself as a devout Muslim uh, just outside of Cairo, Egypt. She read her Quran. She said her prayers five times a day, but when they brought no peace, She accepted the invitation of a Christian friend to attend a Bible study, uh, and that was from Bible League, Tim. This woman had come to faith, had been trained to share her faith, and then what they do is they invite people week after week to come learn about Jesus. It's about an 8- to 12-week study, and I can tell you that about eight weeks into that, um, young Aria, 19 years of age, uh, knowing only uh, Islam her entire life, would come to place her faith in Jesus Christ. Now listen, those that were in that study that also came to Christ, boy, they were just excited to see that they weren't alone in their faith. There were others walking with Jesus early in their spiritual walk with him. But I can tell you, her father, a mullah, a devout um, Muslim man, um, beat his daughter nearly to death. He was not happy about her conversion to Christianity. He saw it as um, total um, treason against all that he stood for. Um, it didn't end there. He called the authorities since he had an inroads with them. Um, they took her away. They took her to a remote cell. It was there that they um, beat her. They violated her. They tortured her, even pulled fingernails out of either hand. They rounded up this Christian friend that invited her to the study. Uh, they did the same thing to her, kept him for about two weeks, very little uh, water, food, no outside communication. When they it came time to let them go, um, I like to say these women did not grow bitter. They grew bold, and together they have witnessed literally hundreds coming to Christ there in the Middle East. Again, I won't identify the actual town. It's near Cairo, Egypt. But I can tell you, when we met with her, Tim, what a bro. These are heroes of the faith. These are people that, you, you, you know, you, you hear these stories. Uh, for me, it was like, 
I complain when I can't find a parking spot close enough to the, you know, the church entrance. The coffee's a little lukewarm. And yet here's a woman who had been disowned by her own family, beaten almost to death by her own father, and yet there was a glow about her. Tim, when I asked her, how could, how could we pray? Um, it's a familiar refrain. She said, Michael, it's through a translator, she spoke Arabic. She said, Michael, she said, pray that we'll love God more and more. She said, pray that we'll obey his word without reservation. She said, pray that we'll see those around us, not as the enemy, but as the mission field. And she said, we need Bibles. Christians here, they need to be able to endure and persevere. And you can do that when you can open your Bible, uh, and you can read the precious promises of God, like the several that I read in our last segment uh, with young Ahmed. And so right now, there's a need for 200 Bibles in the Middle East. You do the math at $5 a Bible. It's a $1,000 gift. There are those right now that could make that if that's too steep for uh, for you, could we see 10 of you right now at 20 Bibles each? That's a tax-deductible gift of 100 Bibles. And Tim, as I like to say, when that happens, we'll be able to let these Christians know your Bibles in Arabic, they're on their way. Yeah, yeah. The number to do so if you want to step in is 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-937-9673, or it's very easy on our homepage. There's a Bible League banner, Stand With Them, Bibles for the Persecuted Church, at WFIL.com, each one's $5. I encourage you to do one. One matters. Where would you be without your Bible? So it, mm. you don't have to feel like, oh, I can't do 20 Bibles, 100 bucks. I don't think I have it. You don't have to. Could you do one for $5 or a couple for 10 They matter just like yours matters to you. You're doing the same thing for someone else and imagine the fruit that can come from that. We're going to keep our conversation going with Michael Woolworth from Bible League here in just a second. Just a quick note, uh, Faith and Liberty Discovery Center in Philadelphia is open. They've been open for a bit now, and we want to let you know about them. We're excited to be working with them, too. Faith in American history, as inseparable as the Stars and Stripes, as they say, and now this, this museum brings that relationship to life like never before. The Faith and Liberty Discovery Center is a place where the good book meets the history book, an inspirational and enlightening destination that illuminates the profound impact the Bible has had on American history. The Faith and Liberty Discovery Center tells the story of how America was born and how influential Americans have turned to the Bible to guide them repeatedly throughout history. The Faith and Liberty Discovery Center is an immersive journey that brings America's captivating history to light and a one-of-a-kind high-tech experience. With an interactive lamp in hand, you explore the museum, you collect memories, it's an adventure of sorts, and you gather content that can actually be delved into further online after your visit. It's conveniently located on Independent Mall, Independence Mall and Fifth and Market Streets uh, at the Faith and Liberty Discovery Centers open 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Saturday. Adult admission, just $10. You can also preview the galleries and exhibits online, get a taste of things there, plan a visit and all of that, and more info, faithandliberty.org. All spelled out, faithandliberty.org. The Faith and Liberty, Liberty Discovery Center, American History Illuminated. It is 428 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Michael Woolworth with uh, Bible League joining us, as he has done for a number of years, right about this time. We love working with Bible League because we don't really have to, honestly, in a way, don't have to say very much. If you know what a Bible is, if you've read one, and you know the impact that it has had on your life, and how people need it, you know, kind of all those are lined up right in a row. We're just asking, would you be able to send one or send a few or send a, a box of them, so to speak? And you don't have to package them up from home, uh, but you simply make a little contribution and Bible League will take care of the rest. Bible League's been doing this for 84 years, right? That's what we said uh, yesterday? Mm. Yep, yep. 1938 is our genesis. Wow. 
that's really something to day after day be serving the Lord that way. And you've been with Bible League for a couple of decades now, is it? I'm trying to remember what you said. Well, no, it's uh, almost 10 years. Ten. Tim, you and I have done uh, several of these campaigns uh, together. I can yes. tell you there's never a time that your listeners have not responded in very, very generous fashion. In fact, if I may, let me just uh, thank a few of those. James of Pottstown, 18 Bibles. Uh, John of Westchester, thank you for this gift yesterday. $500 enough for 100 Bibles. Jose of Philadelphia, thank you. 20 Bibles. Um, Harold of Philadelphia, six Bibles. We heard from Cheryl, um, who will take care of 72 Bibles. Uh, Tim, she'll do that by way of a $30 a month pledge over the next uh, year. We are 400 Bibles toward our goal of 2,200. That's about 20% to goal. And listen, this is how it happens. It's every call, and it's every click today. And, uh, you know, it often seems like it's a drop in the bucket. What, what's my $5 gift for a Bible going to mean? Well, Tim, so many of these stories that we're sharing, and it's an honor for me to do that, um, it started with a Bible. It was one Bible, right? It was one person able to tell the hope that's in that Bible, and one God gracious and willing to bring people from the grips of spiritual darkness. It comes through one Bible. So listen, pray about it, and then make your most generous gift. $5 sends a Bible. Our goal is 2200 How many can you send today? Amen. Amen. The number again to do so, 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD. 800-937-9673. Or on our homepage at WFIL.com. Our overall goal is 2200 Bibles. Uh, the scoreboard we just updated to 278, but Michael was mentioning some other infos come in, and we're closer to 400, so we'll keep that updated. We generally update it once a day or so in the afternoon or late morning, depends when the update comes through. want you to see that there's progress and also want you to feel that there's some context. You know, uh, We can certainly do, if the Lord opens the floodgates, if you will, you have 5,000 or 10,000 Bibles come in, but uh, just... Historically speaking, this has been a comfortable number to work with, and, and sometimes we move it up a little bit. But this is a, something we can kind of get our minds around and work together. $5 for one. I'd love to have, you know, 100 or 200 people do five or three or whatever. Somebody do 10 or 20 or 50. Those help, too, to get to that goal. But it, this is first and foremost for the persecuted church around the world. But it's also for you as you invest in God's kingdom work this way. Something very fundamental that we all need. We need to have our minds shaped and renewed, as Romans chapter 12 talks about, and transformed. So our lives can be different, and so we can live each day with truth, right? You don't want to live like bumper sticker Christianity, or people throw a lot of words around these days. You're on social media. Before long, you're living by other people's wisdom. You want to make sure you have God's wisdom that you're living by with the actual words of God. And that's what you're putting in the hands of believers, not just any believers, those who are really struggling and in challenging situations uh, around the world. So 800-YES-WORD to help. 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673 or at WFIL.com. Each Bible, just $5. How many can you do? It's a great question. We encourage you to hop on board and help out. Back with uh, more in just a moment. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 434 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Michael Woolworth with Bible League joining us today as we continue our conversation. Stand with them. Bibles for the Persecuted Church. What a privilege. What a great thing to be able to do this. We tend to work with Bible League in the, the month of May. Not always, but I think generally speaking, that's often we've worked together. And this year, no different. 2,200 Bibles, our goal. We're around the 400 mark and looking to continue climbing up. If you want to add to that, 
Each Bible just five dollars, and we'll be in the recipient's own language. Not a not a thing to be lost. I I, can't, I still can't uh, marvel at the fact that the Bibles are only five dollars to start with, and then the fact that they're not just all a big batch of Bibles in English they're passing around. They're in the recipient's own language. We, you know, you can even forget. So, so silly as that sounds, Michael, you might forget. Oh, by the way, I need it to be in the language I can understand. Thank you. Uh, so be encouraged that that's happening too with your gift. Five dollars does one. Uh, $30 takes care of six, uh, $100 does 20 Bibles, and on from there. 800-YES-WORD-TO-HELP or at WFIL.com. Where are we going to go next, Michael? you got all these beautiful uh, pieces of audio to take us to different parts of the world so people can understand better. What do you think? Yeah, if you want to... Yeah, Tim, great to be with you today. And uh, listen, let me thank a few folks getting involved. John of Cherry Hill, thank you for your gift. Christine of... Uh, boy, I can't read my handwriting. Uh, Sicklerville. Sicklerville. Yeah. There we go. Gail of Philadelphia, thank you for your gift. Calvin of uh, Philadelphia, and then Eddie of Norristown. Just in the last few moments, Tim, Woo! a $100 gift from Tim in a in the Richland Town. Richland Town, 20 Bibles. And, Tim, each one of those will be doubled because of a, a Bible for Bible match. We have friends of Bible League between now and the top of the hour. We'll see if that will be extended beyond our time today. But they will match every single gift. that matter the size. Nothing too big, nothing too small today. Our goal is 2,200 Bibles. We're 20% of the way there. 400 Christians will now have God's Word around the world. Tim, what do these Christians normally hear? You don't matter. They've been told to leave their villages. They've been told to die. But your gift today says what? You matter. We're in the greater Philadelphia area, half a world away from a place like the Middle East or India or Burundi, Africa. But we're with you and we're for you. And, uh, Tim, if you're defined as being targeted, monitored, threatened with death, uh, singled out, uh, all of those things, you need to be able to open God's Word, to persevere and endure every day. I mean, I think about Psalm 139. Here's what it says, Lord, you know all about me. You know when I sit down, you know when I get up, you know my thoughts from far away, you know where I go, you know where I lie down. Lord, you know everything about me, and it brings me great peace. And listen, if you're singled out, as I say, among a small uh, group of Christians in a specific village, let's say, in the Middle East. I mean, being able to open that verse, Tim, on a daily basis, in your own Bible, in your own language, at a level that you can understand, it means absolutely everything. And so that's why what we're doing today, I call it kingdom business. It's holy work, and it happens with every call and with every click today. You've got this audio cut from uh, Yazan. It's number 23. If you want to share this, I want to come back and tell you about Nora in the Middle East. Their financial investment in the Bible League made the gospel available even in the area of conflict in the Middle East. I was in Baghdad, Baghdad, the capital of Iraq, to present the gospel and to sharing the salvation of Jesus Christ and what he did to save us. So your, your financial support to the Bible League will make sure this work continues. Yeah, that's Yazan. He's a pastor uh, there in the Middle East, uh, Tim. Um, let me tell you about one of the women that's uh, part of the, his church. Her name is Nora. I want to identify the, the city or the country that she's in. But let me tell you what happened to her one day. Radicals showed up. They burned her house down. I mean, it's that simple. They destroyed the house. It nearly killed her and her $4, the youngest of which, four years of age, maimed for life. She has very, very ser- serious burns all over her body. Her husband, by the way, was killed by ISIS a couple of years ago. Um, here's her crime. Two things. Number one, she's a born-again believer in a place that's dominated by radicalism. Number two, she was found to be an offense of a rule that says you cannot educate your daughters 
beyond the age of eight. That In that part of the world, in that system, that's a very, very serious violation. And that's why radicals, they knew her story, Tim. They targeted her. And yet, as I said earlier about young uh, Aria that I met, they, she did not grow bitter after all of this. She's grown bold. And she has singled out Arabic-speaking women that could not read, could not write. She's one of these women that's joined our program, Bible-Based Literacy, as we've engaged people around the world, Tim. They can't read, they can't write. You have another problem. And so we've created this program to give the gift of literacy. And that's what Nora has done with her life, in addition to caring for her just lovely daughters. She has uh, taken interest in these uh, Arabic-speaking women, some of these um, radicals, former radicals, They've come to embrace Christ, and this is what's happening around the world. You won't necessarily pick up the uh, Philadelphia Morning Paper and and read this sort of stuff. You won't see this on your favorite cable news source, most likely, and that's why I love the Tim DeMoss Show. It gives us an opportunity to share stories like those of Nora. There's a need right now, Tim, for 100 Bibles in the Middle East with the story that I just mentioned. I'd love to see us meet that right now in the moment. You do the math. It's uh, $5 a Bible. A $500 gift would take care of that. If that's, um, you know, some of you could take care of that. We've had a $500 gift, right? Yes, we if did. If that's yes, too much, did. could we see five of you right now at 20 Bibles each? Uh, and again, if we can see that happen right now, I'd be able to I'd be delighted to be able to tell Nora, look, the Bibles you're praying for, they're on their way. They're on their way. Yeah. What great news that would be to have that, uh, you know, the, <laughs> I can just think, I can just imagine being able to deliver that news uh, that the mm-hmm. Bibles are on their way. And uh, you can, I mean, I mean, even as you said that, I'm thinking Toby Mac has a song called The Help Is On The Way, maybe Midnight. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a great song. I, I, I'm, I'm going to make mm-hmm. sure to incorporate that during the, the rest of the month because that's, that could easily tie in with what we're talking about to send these Bibles along. 800-YES-WORD. Mm-hmm. If you're just tuning mm-hmm. in, you want to help out, Michael Woolworth with Bible League is with us. Stand with them, Bibles for the Persecuted Church. And we're just looking to provide 2,200, uh, but that's a fluid number. We can go beyond that, but 2,200 is what we're, we've set out to do for starters, and uh, you can do one for $5, or every every $5 is another one. So the number to help is 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or at WFIL.com. Uh, just mentioned yesterday, Michael, also, and people should understand this too, that if you're up for helping out on a monthly basis, you're certainly able to do that. We have these immediate goals and needs, but there's also the ongoing idea. So if you wanted to do a lot, but you're like, I don't have a lot right now, but I'd like to help out. So what, maybe you do five, five, five Bibles a month, at $25 for the next year. You're going to be sending 60 Bibles. Is that right? 12 times five. Yeah. If you do five, yeah. 25 bucks a month for the next year, you'd be sending 60 Bibles. So anything that, you know, monthly really adds up quickly. I actually, Michael, on a side note, I've been thinking about, I've been doing less coffee out. Um, I just used to get, go you drive by 275 a pop and I don't even get the high end stuff. And I started thinking, you know, if I was being honest with myself before the Lord, I said, I don't really have that money, do I? It because two seventy five on any given day is not that much. But I thought I'm mm. getting coffee every day. I really do. Sometimes two, and so by the end of the week, that's at least fifteen dollars a week. And it, I mean, for me, it's it is every day or five or six days out of the week going to church. I get one after church, and I'm realizing like I'm spending sixty or seventy dollars a month on coffee out mm. times <laughs> twelve. Again, this is me not just doing the math. This is me being honest. I, I get coffee most. It's almost like a little. Before I go somewhere, I got to grab my coffee. Then I can go somewhere. Times twelve. So I'm spending. Like, do I really have seven hundred and fifty dollars to spend on coffee a year? And and, and I, I'm just telling you this as a testimony. As I haven't bought, I, I've bought maybe three coffees this year. 
total. I'm making it at home, much cheaper, mm-hmm. healthier for me because I'm using like a, you know maple syrup in it instead of the sugar from the store. And I, the Lord's blessing me in other ways. I can easily tell you financially, He's brought money into my life because I think He's dealing with me mm-hmm. on a financial level and saying I, w- I want to be a good steward. So I'm just mentioning that because the, the idea of when I stepped back and I said, I'm spending 600, 700 bucks a year easy on coffee. Wow, that's like a chunk of my salary. What am I doing? So on the flip side, as you're yeah. giving what God's already given you in terms of your tithe, perhaps, or giving some back to the Lord, you can accomplish a lot just by doing a little bit each month, but it, it really adds up over the course of the year. So anyway. Just yeah, Tim, yeah, we don't want to guilt you into giving. <laughs> right, right. From a cheerful standpoint, right? For I mean, sure. I had a quick phone call called uh, John and Gail. They're in, uh, I believe it's a horseman. Yep. Hey, when I've got some downtime, I'll call and say, hey, thanks thanks for your gift. Why'd you give? And Gail said, you know what? It occurred to us, as you and Tim were t- telling those stories yesterday, what if that was us in the story? I mean, we would pray that someone, anyone, would bring us a Bible to be able to endure under hardship. She said, that's why we gave. I mean, yeah. I told her, I know it's... Times are tough. Inflation's up. Uh, it's, tax, it's tax time. People are still trying to finalize their tax bill with the uh, the government. And uh, I know our hearts are in Ukraine. There's a lot of things that we can find to uh, turn our attention elsewhere. But I can tell you, Tim, this is a listening family that historically has delivered big. We love working with you all. Um, I won't candy coat this. The phones have been a little on the light side today. Yeah, <laughs> There could be a lot of reasons for that. But I can tell you, it's not because people don't care, because historically, this is a listening family that has delivered big. And so we're getting there. Uh, 400 plus believers that were without Bibles before we started yesterday morning are now going to have God's Word. Listen, that means everything, as I say. What do they normally hear? You don't matter. You know, die. Leave this village. We don't care about you. But your gift today is clearly sending that message that you do matter. And from the greater Philadelphia area today, we can step into their stories. Amen. And the way to step in here is the number 800 yes word 800-937-9673 or wfil.com. Each Bible just $5 and it's in the recipient's own language. Uh, our, our producer Victoria did a great job. I asked her to grab some verses too from scripture. I was thinking of some and she grabbed some others about this and one mm-hmm. that she uh, pulled out from Matthew 25. Certainly very well known sheep and the goats. And, uh, oh. you know, for I was hungry, beginning at verse 35, for I was hungry and you mm-hmm. gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. And among the rest of these things. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord says, when these people say, when did we see you a stranger? And when did, when did this happen? And then, of course, the king will reply, I tell you the truth. Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. Don't don't lose sight of the fact that when you give a Bible, you are doing it as under the Lord. It is not a pat in the back, it, uh, meaning it's not like a feel-good thing per se. This is, this is really what you're doing. Uh, Michael, I've mentioned our daughter. We have a daughter who's disabled, and I have mm-hmm. shared that with our kids as we care for Tori – and we give her a drink of water. She might be calling in her room and she's kind of making a lot of noise. Like, maybe Tori's thirsty. And get up from there. Whatever. I got my. You get up, you inconvenienced a little bit. Go give her water. She's happy. And I'll sometimes say something like, you know, Tessa, the Bible says you did that as unto the Lord. Don't, don't mm. think it was just like <laughs> shutting her up or giving her something or like, like oh, okay, I'll go. 
you're doing those unto the Lord. And so I want to encourage you, whatever it is, and that's a whole long list in Matthew 25, including you're, you're maybe not physically visiting, but you're visiting because you're putting the word of God in someone's hands. So that's what you're doing. It, yeah. it says it right there in Matthew 25. Much more than just, oh, I'll call because they want some people to call. It's not that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Tim Paul writes, too, in First Corinthians 13. I'll, I'll add this uh, scripture to your uh, your list there. If one part of the body suffers, we suffer together. And I think that's what your listening family is, is comprised of. It's people that are willing to have a great concern for the greater Philly area. That's evident. I, I know what your station is. I know you call them to live out who they are every day of their lives, right where God has them planted. But it's amazing to us at Bible working with you all for about 25 years, to see that there's also an ability to look globally and see Christians. You know, as we've told these stories today, as we're sharing these stories, you'll continue once we're done uh, on air today over the next couple of weeks. I mean, this campaign won't go on forever, but the bottom line is we've been able to paint pictures in the minds. In fact, several of your listeners, as they've called, they've made gifts, have made little comments here and there that, hey, I honestly didn't think much about persecution uh, in a place like uh, like Indonesia. We shared a story yesterday of a church that had been burnt down eight times by radicals, and yet there they were, confident in the Lord, praising Him for the blessings, and yet, uh, you know, we could say they didn't have any business doing that. They could be bitter. They could be upset. They could say, hey, let's live Christian life on the down low, and yet, Tim, I visited that part of the world. I met those believers, and there is a true joy that exudes even from those that are um, told that you don't, you don't, you don't amount to anything, right? Your pond's come, and yet we know that they are precious to the Lord. We can step into the stories, as I say, at $5 a Bible. Um, I don't know if we've got time uh, for another story from India, uh, if we've got a break or something. We Tim, do. I, we... I do want to share an incredible, yeah. incredible story from the country of India. Do yeah. you have time to do that now? We have one, just a very short break, like a one-minute break, and then we'll keep our conversation. We have, we'll have, nice say, eight or nine minutes to wrap up with. Uh, if you hang on one second, Michael Woolworth with Bible League joining us today on the Tim DeMoss Show, 800-YES-WORD, $5 a Bible. How many can you do? 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or right on our homepage at WFIL.com. We'll keep our chat rolling in just a second on AM560 WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 4.50 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Michael Woolworth with Bible League, our guest on the program. If you're just tuning in, we're looking to bring Bibles to the persecuted church around the world. They're just $5 a piece. They're in the recipient's own language. You can help pass one along at 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-937-9673 or online right on our homepage. Very easy by clicking the Stand With Them Bibles for the Persecuted Church banner at WFIL.com. And uh, where are we going to go now, Michael? You tell me. I forgot before the break. My, the older yeah, I get, the less, finger, less I can remember. Yeah, we'll, we'll take your listeners to India here in a second. Do, yeah. you, do you have audio cut four available? I, I'm not sure if this is four or five, but it's Subish, but I'm not sure if it's a... Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think either of those will work. Either of those will work. And Tim, as you do that, let me say thanks to Richard of Somerset. Yeah. We've heard from Gail of Philadelphia. Thank you, Calvin, for your gift of uh, 10 Bibles from Philadelphia. And Eddie of Norristown, a gift of five Bibles. Each one of those doubled because of this Bible for Bible match that is available between now and the top of the hour. And then let me come back and share an, an interesting story, an amazing story at that, from the country of India. 
the Christians in India and the Hindu fanatic organizations uh, emerged as the superpower for the last couple of years, and they divided the people according to their religions and started to attack other religions, especially uh, the Christians. And they are intolerant and oppose all the gospel and missionary works. They are forcing the Christians to recon their faith and uh, uh, reconvert into Hinduism. So when a person or family accept Jesus, uh, their community expel them. Their families excommunicate them. Uh, but the new believers are very strong, and uh, I'm very glad uh, that uh, God is working uh, for them. Uh, they are very strong in their faith that they stick on to the salvation that they receive. That is the greatest thing I want to share about the faith of Christians in India. Yeah, Tim, that's an associate of mine, a man by the name of Subish. Um, he's in the country of India, the uh, land of uh, Gandhi. I can tell you, long gone are the days that Gandhi advocated for a nonviolent uh, Hinduism. I know the last uh, presidential administration um, put together a commission that looked at religious freedom or loss thereof around the world. Sam uh, Brownback headed that commission, and there were talks with uh, Prime Minister Modi in India to try to ease some of the uh, extreme restrictions on evangelism and the gathering of Christians within the walls of India. I think that commission is is all but gone. But um, our prayer is for believers within India. What did Sabish say in the midst of all the persecution, right? The signals are being sent. There is no room for Christianity within the walls of India. And yet Christians are growing as believers. They're sharing their faith in, in, in spite of anti-conversion laws that are on the books that make sharing your faith, telling somebody about Jesus, a criminal offense. Some people have been jailed. Some people have been executed. That's what's happening in India. Um, in fact, Tim, a, a pastor that was on the receiving end of some pa- uh, Bibles and study materials that your listeners have sent in the past, um, he and his family were falsely accused of forcibly converting Hindus to Christianity. It was not true, but they took this man and his family out, and they, they drowned them, every one of them, husband, wife, and four children. They drowned them to send a message to Christianity there's no uh, room for within the walls of uh, India. Um, let me kind of finish out our time here in the final moments, telling you about a, a group of Christians right now that could truly benefit from your prayers and generosity. Let me do that through a man by the name of Jayant, who was he? Not too many years ago, he was a radicalized Hindu. Um, he was burning churches, assaulting Christians. Tim, God had a different plan for this man. He came to Saving Faith, uh, went to, to Bible college, became a pastor, um, it went through our church planner training program. We help uh, train pastors to grow their churches where there's emerging groups of uh, Christians and no evangelical church. And so he used that program, prayed, God, where should I plant a church? He gets on his bicycle, rides into his village. As far as he knew, never a Christian there. He began to share the gospel with the cobbler, the man that made shoes in that village. And that man came to Christ. His family did. They began to share Christ with others very quickly. The church grew to 50, 100, 250, 500 today. That's more than half of the village following Christ in a village where, as far as this man knew, never a Christian, never a church. Now, listen, it did not come easy. J.N.'s house has been burned down twice. His wife has been assaulted. Many in the congregation have been threatened with death. Several have actually been killed because they believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Tim, I've been there. I've seen their church, nothing more than a glorified picnic pavilion. But I can tell you in the moment when I saw that, I said to my colleagues from Bible League, this is no less of a church than what we worship in here in America. Tim, they need Bibles in this village in India. 200 are needed right now for these new believers in the Tamil language. And I know we don't have to feel a bit of guilt 
that we can live our lives um, free of a lot of the intimidation, the fear that comes in other parts of the world here in America. We can be grateful God's given us a platform to be able to do something today. And that's what I'd love for your listeners to do in our final moments together. That's a five, let's see, a thousand dollar gift for 200 Bibles. Somebody can probably do that right now. If not, can we see a small handful of you in this hour by becoming Bible senders at only $5 a Bible? Amen. That number is 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD, which is 800-937-9673, or WFIL.com on our homepage. $30 takes care of six Bibles, if you can do that. $100 sends 20 $500 covers 100 Bibles, or say uh, 10 bucks a month. That's uh, 24 Bibles over the course of a year. Whatever you can do, monthly is all right as well. If you want to kind of spread it out and, and do more over time, that works just fine as well. The last couple of moments here, uh, Michael, I do have the Subish clip uh, number six. Do you want me to throw that in, or we can also just wrap yeah, why don't up? You, yeah, yeah why, don't you, uh, why don't you play that, and then let me take a minute, and I'll come back on the other side. Yeah. Sounds good. Because of your decision to uh, help us with Bibles, many people transformed and received new life in Christ. They are the people groups of Hindu backgrounds. And the unique truth is that all of them are considered as first generation Christians. And your contributions will help this generation to pass their faith to the future generations. On behalf of organization, our organization, I thank all the donors for your love and heart for the mission in India. There you go. There's the heartfelt message I wanted to be shared today. That's a man on the front line, Subish, in the country of India. It's a tough place to live out your faith for Jesus Christ. And I can tell you, it's happening, Tim. We get to step into their stories today. If I may, in our final moment together, let me thank Dominic of Philadelphia. Thank you for your gift, Diane, of West Hampton. Thank you, Salvador of Chester. We've heard from Tim of Richland Town. Thank you, Michelle of Claymont, here in the last uh, moment or two for that uh, very generous gift. Um, Tim, uh, you've been sharing a lot of great verses today. Proverbs 3 says, Don't withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to act. I have never had to bring guilt to this listening family because, listeners, you get this. You realize God's Word has a special place in your own walk with Christ, and I know you want that for others even half a world away. Tim, the persecuted church is uh, suffering for sure, but I can tell you, every gift today made in Jesus' name, it's making a difference, and I think that's what... Subish was saying in that audio cut. Amen. Michael, thank you so much for taking time with us last couple of days. We'll keep pushing the ball forward. Have a great rest of your day, my friend. You too, Tim. God bless you. Thank you, Michael Woolworth with Bible League. Once again, the number to help, 800-YES-WORD. Thanks to all who have. Join in with us if you would. We're on our way to 2,200 Bibles, Lord willing, maybe even beyond that. We're around 400 at the moment. 800-YES-WORD, 800 937-9673 or click the Stand With Them Bibles for the Persecuted Church banner right on our homepage at WFIL.com Have a wonderful evening. Looking forward to the program again tomorrow, Lord willing. See you then. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.